0: Zed Nashik, how are you? Good, yourself? Pretty good, but I'm feeling better now that you're here. (laughs) Thank you, thanks for having me. (laughs) Mate, my pleasure. Now I have to ask you, it's been like nearly two years now and you're in real estate, so a lot of people would say, oh, they've had it fine and they haven't had to shut down and real estate's going through the roof and times are great, but everyone's had their challenges. What's been the biggest one for you? Because you're an upbeat guy, you're out there, people would look at you and go, wow, if only I could have that amount of energy. But you must have had your moments
1: like everybody else I mean it's business as usual in an unusual way and when times get tougher you just got to get tougher yourself and you've got to think outside the box I mean everybody's chasing money on daily basis so much but they actually forget that the most important part in your life is your health so if you don't have your health you can't get the wealth so if there's lockdown focus on the solution focus on your health I mean some, some businesses are getting paid just to go for walks and focus at home. i will rather be healthy than go out there and get this bloody virus that's going on. I mean, whether it's true, it's not true. If it's conspiracy, who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's real. So your health is your wealth. Yeah. And I focused on that, and then I focus on reading as many books as I can. And I'm usually the type of person where I never ever have time for myself, and I'm always trying to close this deal for this client, that client, blah, 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 doing transactions. I focus on my health, because I wanted to come out stronger, mentally, socially, and communication-wise, marketing-wise, and having a business
0: plan for the next twenty years, I've actually uh, I use this time to actually have a business plan for the next twenty years. Great, I love that. So you mentioned reading as many books as possible, right? Yeah. And you talked to me off-camera about one of your idols, Jim Rohn. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've read Jim Rohn. I love him. How far into the first books on that topic of kind of personal development was he? Was he one of the first, or was your a little while down the track, or where did Jim really start to make an impact?
1: I think the fact that Jim mentions Dale Carnegie himself and um, Earl Shelf, his own mentor as well, you just gotta get more into detail. And I self-educated myself in terms of those books that was relevant to me, to my vision. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, I mean, if I was to die and then i get reborn again, I'll pick sales over and over again. Because you need people skills, whether it's you're a doctor, whether you're an engineer, you need, you, you got to be a people's person. So mm-hmm. then you got to learn how to self-educate yourself on how to come overcome those objections and making sure people like you when you speak, so people listen to you, the purpose of your life, what's your perspective, what drives you. Those books are there for you to actually educate yourself so you
0: can become more valuable to the marketplace.
1: place. And so, Jim Rohn's a good example of that.
0: I love it. And so now you've actually turned your hand to writing your own book. What's inspired that and what's it all about?
1: So my book is about mainly objection handling, social media marketing, personal development, negotiation, pitching, anything to do with sales, it's in my book. It's called The Sales Machine, how to sell anything to anybody. That's I love it, mate. The road to Zold. I haven't come up with a title
0: Sell me yet. this pen. <laughs> 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 now tell me, right? Um, objection handling. Oh, my God. For anyone listening and watching who's starting a business or knows deep down in their heart that they really need to explode their sales to get their business to where they want to go, what's the basic advice around objection handling and overcoming that fear that a lot of people would have around picking up the phone and selling their own business to others?
1: you have to embrace rejection you can't get into sales or business because if, if you've got the mentality saying that you know what i i will uh do this i'll do that i'm scared to pick up the phone i'm scared to get rejected i mean they've named the shop after me in melbourne the reject shop you know and the, <laughs> the more no's you get in life the closer you get to a yes so if you're a businessman, even if i was to start a fish and chip shop not everyone's gonna like your burgers not everyone's gonna like you at the end of the day, it's not about who you knows about, who knows you in this business, and you gotta embrace objections, you gotta embrace rejections in this game that you're in. And you gotta kill the fear inside you, because what happens is, most people will have that fear of saying, I'm gonna get rejected, he's gonna abuse me, she's gonna abuse him, what's gonna happen? Well, if it was easy, every single other person will be doing his job. It's not, it's not easy for you to pick up the phone and say, you know what, I'm gonna embrace this. So, there's a psychology to everything, and the psychology is, pick up the phone, it's a numbers game, and don't don't take things personal. And people, if they throw an objection at you, don't focus on the problem, focus on the solution. Mm -hmm. 99.9% of every client I've always met, they've always focused on the problem. And then half an hour later, you're still discussing the problem, instead of focusing on the solution. If you want to buy a car today, you don't have insurance, you just go run into a pole, or you don't have insurance, of course you're gonna shit yourself. But the solution is, you know what? I fucked up, I'm gonna learn from it, and I'm gonna learn from my mistake, I'll make sure it doesn't happen. Because stress and anxiety
0: is only there if you choose it to be. Mate, that's fantastic, you're on a roll. Yeah, I wanna take a diversion for a moment. <laughs> Do you want a drink? No, i yeah, I don't sure. have the keys, that's the only problem. <laughs> Tell me, take me back. So, so, take me back to where you were born, yeah. and the story of how you came to be here in Australia, but also how you uh, managed to build this empire of a business, you know, as an immigrant.
1: I was 12 when I came to Australia, uh, uh, we had to migrate to Afghanistan, exactly what's happening right now, the, because of the Taliban, we had to flee off, back in 2000, the exact same thing, what's happening right now in Afghanistan, wow, we so were one of them. It's
0: been 20 years and it's the exact it's same thing? It's been 20,
1: yeah, exact same thing, we were one of them, we had to migrate to Pakistan because we were going through these problems and Dad couldn't work anymore, our lives were in danger, and we ran away to before our lives, pretty much. And then we migrated here, and aunt, my, my auntie's been here for like three decades. So she sponsored us here, and when we first came in here, everybody was the same. There was no such thing as class. You're a taxi driver, so I'm better than you, and then you're a doctor, you're better. There's no such thing as class. And that's what I love about this country. Everybody's equal. Mm. Whether, you're, whether you're a bus driver, whether you're a doctor, you, you get the same respect. And in the Middle East, you'll notice that once you go over there, there's a lot of class. Mm-hmm. And you could pretty much bribe a copper. I mean, look at my president right now. I mean, he flew off. Yeah. You know, he swore that, you know, that I'm going to do blood shit for this country, blah, 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 all these promises. Well, who knows? I'm, a, I'm not a politician. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, the country has been in war for the last 50 years nonstop. So we have to migrate here. And then we've got the land of opportunity right now. You can be whoever you want to be as long as you put your mindset to it as long as you've got the right work ethics and disciplines of life. So, yes, we've gone through the hardship and Zed Real Estate has created... Um, by four brothers, including myself, the youngest
0: one. I was in real estate. You're was. the baby boy. Yeah, hey, baby boy. Most You're talented that. one is the youngest one. No, they're all
1: talented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have to say I'm the one with the more drive and enthusiasm because, like everybody, every single individual in everyone's family has got their own drive, their own you know, enthusiasm, their own the different lifestyles and the way that they all look at life. Um, one of them that just wants to be happy, that one is a shark salesman that one just wants to put food under the table for his missus, that's the origin. So yeah. we've combined all different personalities into one banner, and that's why, as it is, we are, we are today.
0: I have to ask you, a lot of people talk about how Australia can often be the hardest country to be an entrepreneur in because it's a first world country. Having been born in maybe not a first world country, do you think that contributes to your edge? Australia is the
1: easiest country in the world to make money. It's the easiest because at the end of the day, if you, again, work hard and you have a Perspective, and you know exactly what you want. You got a, pur- a purpose. Write it down. You'll get there. Australia is the easiest. It'll be America would be hard because there's too many Zs around. There's too many, you know, Johns around. Mm-hmm. It's already been there, done it. You do, you try to do something different and innovative in Australia, it just stands out because mm-hmm. we're so conservative. And I fucking
0: love it. So you love sales. You love influencing people. You love really going out there and getting it. What made you choose real estate as opposed to maybe? Finance or the stock market or another type of business? What made you go, real estate's for me? Why
1: not? We live to pay our assets off. Real estate's a long term investment. The only way you can be a billionaire is through asset wise. People are millionaires asset wise, not cash flow wise, because it'd be stupid to have cash four million bucks just sitting there looking at it. Mm-hmm. You've got to invest it. And real estate's the safest investment. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the history and you look at the past, I haven't met one person that's lost money in land, and God doesn't make land anymore, so you've got to invest in land.
0: <laughs> Correct. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made? Uh, the
1: biggest mistake I've ever made? That's actually a good question. Probably that you've does.
0: probably learned from. It's actually, you, you know, you feel blessed that you got to have it so you could learn the lesson you got out of it. Well, every
1: day we're we, we humans and we've got to learn, and we've got to learn from our mistakes. Like everyone, I've made mistakes. I still make mistakes today, but as long as you learn from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got plenty of mistakes. I can't even, I can't say I've made that mistake. I make mistakes every day.
0: What was the biggest success recently you had and how did you celebrate it?
1: I couldn't really celebrate I just had one of my, big, one of my biggest months in real estate. Uh, you know, uh, uh, alone with, I've closed uh, with myself and my sister about $86 million in one month in lockdown. I that's, couldn't celebrate. I would have celebrated somewhere in Europe right now, but.
0: That's a hell of a Zoom party. <laughs> Isn't it?
1: it is, it so, is.
0: So you sell $86 million in real estate in a month in a lockdown. And you kind of like hyper-specific with the area you focus on. Uh, what makes people just so compelled to want to list their house and buy a house with you? Like what is making people just go, there's nowhere else I'd rather go, I've just got to be with Zed.
1: Looking at Zed itself, it's a one-stop shop. Mm-hmm. And if you think about real estate, there are so many things that people think about getting financed from conveyancing, from renovating, from uh, getting uh, financial planning, you're talking to your accountant. We wanted to create a one-stop platform where we're known as wealth creators, not just a real estate agent. And we're not just your local real estate agent. I wanna be able to lead by example and create more value to the marketplace, including my staff members, on how to generate more lead. If you're, out, if you're out, after an investment property, go talk to Zed. He'll be able to guide you and help you create that wealth in terms of cash flow. If you want commercial property, go talk to Zed. If you want uh, land, go talk to Zed. If you want land banking, go talk to Zed. If you want to do flips, go talk to Zed. They'll provide you money, they'll look at the contracts, solicitors are in there, they've got architects and they can build for you as well, and they can flip for you. It's a one-stop shop. It, It would take all my credibility out if I just say I'm just a local Brighton agent. No, I'm a salesman then I need to learn how to sell anything to anyone regardless. I can sell you right now for a good price. I mean, you look priceless. You know, I can sell this chair. I can sell these drinks here because you're a salesman. Now, when you talk to a salesman, your selling skills shouldn't stop in one Brighton area or two rack area. When you talk to a salesman, they're gonna give you those goosebumps, that energy, that enthusiasm that actually
0: comes from deep end. So tell me, right, you see businesses like Afterpay, Canva, Atlassian, these huge Aussie businesses that are doing really well overseas. They're unicorns, you know, they're worth a billion dollars. What to you makes someone or something a hell yes for you going, you know what, I really want to invest in that. I want to get involved in that early because I can see that is going to explode. Is it when you see a really compelling entrepreneur or is it when you discover a really cool idea or is it when maybe you see a combo of both together? But what really picks you up to go, you know what, I want to find out more about that investment opportunity.
1: I personally wouldn't touch anything I don't know about. It's ideas, I think people lack ideas. Mm-hmm. and people lack that discipline to be able to write it down. Mm-hmm. If they want to do that after pay, I think great, smart idea. That was an idea that they would all the start with. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, obviously, the business plan came into action and all that. Personally, myself, I don't touch the stock market. I want to t- tap into something else uh, if I don't, didn't know any, don't have the knowledge for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to tap into my next businesses. I've just uh, you know, joined companies with Furniture Place. You We're know, you know, in the process of negotiating on a warehouse. So we stage our own houses. We supply furniture as well because when you buy a house, you've got that stop a shop. So as you're in this building right now, that will be the Z Tower. You're gonna to have furniture shop. You're gonna have car dealer. You're gonna have suit shops. Everything. I'm gonna create that idea under the Z banner,
0: one-stop shop. What about a Macca's?
1: Macca's? <laughs> <laughs> I do love the good French fries. It though.
0: sounds yeah, like you're McDonaldizing Z. I love it.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this don't is, want is great.
0: Yeah, well, you tell me. It's a, a property. It's a real business. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it when people describe a business, and often we think it's a tech business or it's a property business, but it's actually something else. Yeah. It's quite refreshing to understand the psychology, isn't it? Um, yes. You know, there's some great examples of that. Tell me, right, has there been an example in your career where you've received some advice that someone told you was supposed to be really good advice, but actually upon reflection, you've thought to yourself, you know what? That wasn't that great. Or maybe you've witnessed someone else being given advice in your team or around you, and you've had to step in and say, hang on a minute, look, that's actually not quite on point. I'm going to have to correct you there. And were you brave enough to do that?
1: I don't like discouraging people. I like to lead by example. And I love it. Like, I am where I am because of, I've been influenced by some of the most successful or uh, influential people that are very successful in their specific fields. Mm-hmm. And every time they have spoken to me, kid you've got a bright future you're going to do amazing i have never met anybody like you and you're going to be very disruptive very soon to bring that that out of a human you'll always look back and you think you know what he was right i got more to give so then you got to surround yourself with those people that actually bring out the best out of you that's that's been a massive influence in my life and that's exactly what i'm doing to others that i can see that they're disciplined to work Mm-hmm. but if they do something wrong i wouldn't discourage him because you know what if plan a if, if john has done it why can't you do it you can do better yep i would never stop anybody from saying you know what you can't do that mm-hmm. i'm not one, one person to do that but i would be like i would encourage them if it's been done before why don't you do it if you got an idea you believe in it Fuck everyone else you make it work
0: so tell me right what's the difference between having a 21-year plan and not a 20-year plan you mentioned earlier a 21-year plan sure. i'm inc- intrigued
1: uh, so the 21 year plan, I think you need to have goals weekly, daily, yearly, every 3 years, every 5 years, every 10 years, every 15 years, every 20 years and then the 21 years is very specific reason being is it's got to be a realistic goal for me to get to that um, goal at the end of it. And I've worked out exactly what I need to make every single year, how many transactions do I need to do, what do I need to do in order to get to that goal. But people put in goals and they say in 5 years I want to get there. So it's better to have a vision of that 21 years. And then I'll be 51, so, you know, so. Nice, mate.
0: You're only 30. Uh, 31, yeah. Wow. Geez, you're making me feel bad. I'm an old guy. Um, Now, I want to ask you, right, everyone has certain elements of their day or their routine or ritual that they do that really helps them set up, like you mentioned, daily, weekly, monthly goals. What is it that you live and die by every day that really helps you get a really efficient day out? So is it meditation? Is it some form of diet? Is it gym? You know, what are the things you like to do in your day that just help you ensure you're gonna have a really ripping, optimal day? I'm
1: personally not a morning person. Uh, I wake up at eight o'clock every single morning. Okay, uh, every second that, morning? Every single day. every single day. Uh, unless I have to get up. The reason to that is, uh, I work till nine, 10 o'clock every single night. Whilst others are sleeping, I'm still working. And I'm still grinding. Fitness is something that actually helps me a lot with my mindset. Looking after your own health and looking after your own body. Uh, I come from a Muslim background, and I, in terms of meditation, I pray. There you um, go. I'm supposed to pray five times a day. I don't do five times a day. I probably do once a week. To be honest with you, um, but fitness, meditation, and just having gratitude and being thankful that every single day that you wake up, saying thank you, God. I've got good health. The rest. You can make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, fitness helps me to overcome anything else, and I just get lost in my zone. And then, if I can get really frustrated, then I just jump onto drums.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> Hang on. So, so, we covered that off in the, in the clues, but so you drum in a band. Yeah. And what age did you learn? And do you do the stand up drumming as well as the kit?
1: Yeah, I do the stand up drums. I do any type of drums, hand drums, but mainly uh, acoustic drums, is what I play. And I've been doing this since I was 10 years old.
0: Mate, I love that. Um, you've got a million dollars right now, but you can only spend it in the next 24 hours, then it just disappears. Where would you honestly think you could make the biggest impact in 24 hours right now with a million bucks?
1: I would
0: invest in social media marketing. Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. What's a TikTok? I don't have TikTok. Okay, you got to get onto it, yeah? I
1: want to get onto it. <laughs> so, that's something Chelsea it? can do. Yes, yes. <laughs> To get on
0: TikTok. honestly so all the money in the world you'd pour it into social media advertising oh, so you've had talk to me about your experience did you get in early or have you just really treated it seriously to understand how it can really work for your business or are you just doing it because still so many agents don't get how important it is like what, what's the why the priority social
1: media means a personal website and a lot of people think it's just for branding, or they've got two different pages. They've got a personal page, then they've got a private page, or then they have a business page. It just doesn't make sense. You're either a real estate agent or you're not. You're either an entrepreneur or you're not. You can't just have a business page and then have a uh, split personality. It just doesn't work. So if you want my advice to anyone that's watching out there, one page, make up your mind. If your dad asks you how was your day, say, I'm fucking believable, dad. I just sold this amount of products today because your dad's judging you, your sister's judging you, your friends are judging you, and if they're going to watch your story, let them watch it, most likely they'll be sitting with somebody else out there, then they'll get influenced, oh look at this, look at what John did over here. So social media marketing is a personal website to market yourself for free.
0: What's been the biggest level of virality you've achieved on social media? What type of video or content was it that just blew up completely? Uh, My rap video. Every person in the country knows. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to hearing and, more and of any, this.
1: Any sales agent that's in the game, they already know that, you know, just jump online and you'll be yeah,
0: I did a couple of music videos, which helps when you're a musician a little bit. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, before we wrap up, anything else to add? Do you want to tell me a little bit more about this book, how it's going to work with people being able to get their hands on it? What's involved there? So I've created a training
1: manual. Uh, it's about objection handling. It's got my own scripts. It's got my own dialogues on how to... Uh, Market yourself, create a personal brand. That's coming out probably in the next 48 to 72 hours. It's already done. By my book, I haven't come up with the title. It may be called The Road to Zolt or Journey to Zolt, whatever it is. I'm working with a couple of publishers right now, which I can't disclose too much. The book will be out maximum and the nearest marketplace probably in maximum of six months time. And I don't want to launch it yet as well due to the restrictions that we have. I want to be able to make sure that it's at every single airport in the country.
0: Zed Sheikh what a pleasure mate,
1: thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me.